0: Hi, good evening. Welcome to Authentic Conversation with Kim. Well, it's evening where I am. Hi, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. I hope you had a wonderful day, a fabulous day, perfect moments, um, moments where you breathed, moments where you um, used good judgment, moments where you were able to de escalate situations. Um, you were safe throughout the day I had a conversation um, a few moments ago with somebody I just recently um, met and um, and it's funny because I'm not a person like I'm not a networker I wanted to be a networker but I'm not a networker and nowadays you were supposed to be a networker or it's good to be a networker now I got a good network. But even in that, how I meet people, how we met, how we got together kind of thing, how we cool, how we associate. So a lot of it just happens. I've had friends for like 20 years and I'm just getting new friends and I've lost friends and everything. So I'm kind of growing and Talking to people and um, being more sociable, and then networking as far as business is concerned, and things like that. So I'm growing in that, but I'm really not a bit networker person because I'm just always like guarded. I, I try to be guarded because I know we have a tendency to hurt people. And again, when you've been hurt in life and things have happened, you do end up having that. And so I'm trying to. Be a little bit more open to meeting people and socializing and stuff. And then you got people are at this age you don't need no friends and all this other stuff. And so we'll see. But anyway, this person and I, we were on the phone and we were talking. And then they just started and again just meeting them. So you just start finding out about people and things and stuff. So they're telling me something, irrespective of what they was telling me. I'm just like, oh my goodness, is this like Jerry Springer? Like, what is this? And I'm not a Jerry Springer supporter now. Years ago, you were watching and stuff like that, but then it gets redundant. Even Maury gets redundant. And so, it was like messy. And I'm like... So then my first instance is like, oh, don't want to be bothered. I don't want to hear it. Uh, I'm not the person that you want to talk to about this. Like, I'm not the person. I realize that I'm grown. (laughs) I'm so grown. Like, I don't have tolerance for a lot of stuff anymore. I'm learning that. I'm realizing that. And uh, it's like... You can hear my exhaustion. You can hear it. You can hear the exhaustion. Like, I'm so grown. Like, I wish a dude would. Like, I wish a chick would. Like, I don't have time. And so, in listening to the person, I'm just like, you have time for this? So, now, in my mind, I'm like, okay, so how is this, like we're associates now right so to me friendship it is what it is like you don't have to call it it is, it just is what it is like you know when we're friends you know when we're together like you know those relationships how they just gravitate you get to that place like this is where we are so where we are right now is that we're associates i think they cool you know we just i'm right it is what it is because nobody, we grown now, so nobody really has time to go sit on the block and pay. We not playing jump rope. Like, we don't have time for that. So, I, and, and, and in my mind, and I said it, I said it like twice, like been there, done that. Been there, done that. And when you have been there and you have done that and you know what the outcome of that is and how it turns out, it kind of is like, It's frustrating, but when you realize, like, it's people who are in your age range that are still doing where you've been and done, you're like, are you kidding me? But then I have to think everybody has not experienced things on the level that I've experienced them in, or in the way I've experienced them, which have forced me to make changes or have. You know, again, yeah, force me to make changes or have the light bulb go off or the epiphany. You know, everybody is on their journey. And, you know, what again, what I've experienced and how I decide to deal with it and, you know, how I decide to nip it or how long it took me to get over it or whatever is going to be different to the next person. And so I have to be mindful of that when I'm having these conversations and not get on the bandwagon. Because that's what most people want you to do is get on the bandwagon with them and then be like, oh. But then I'm like, no, I can't do that because, again, I'm grown. And the fact that the matter is, it's easy to sit and watch Maury and to watch, what's the, Jerry Springer and watch these shows. And then, you know, comment on the people and what their their behavior is at the moment not understanding is what has how did that escalate to that. Because if we all start with somewhat of a blanket slate, you know what I'm saying? We do. We start with a blanket slate. And through life, life happens, things happens that turn us to do different things, that force us to do different things, that duress the these situations, or you've accumulated some spiritual stuff, some spirits, some, or it's a whole bunch of things that occur in life that get people to where they are, when now they're acting straight, messy, and foolish, and idiotic. And they have poor counsel. I'm a big person with that counsel stuff. Like, who are you talking to? Who is talking to you? What are you reading? What are you listening to? Because even though we try to downplay it, it really matters who we're talking to and who's talking to us and who we're listening to and what we're listening to. It matters. Because... If we say that it doesn't, where do you get your thoughts from? Where do you get your ideas from? Which brings me to something that I had podcasted on yesterday. And again, you know, every time when I podcast something that I feel is really good, that something happens and then I have to. But it brings me to the fact that this guy was talking to, and we were talking about um, the history of the country and of blacks and all this stuff and it was just a kind of random kind of conversation and we got to where we was but then and it had a element of religion and stuff like that but you know talking about history and the bible and if it's real and if it's not real and stuff and I know this is a major jump but hear me and I'm like at some point We have to get in our minds and our heads that some things are irrelevant to what we know now to be true or factual. And I say that with like a, a grain of salt in a sense. Because you have the element of when I speak about the person who foundational, they have uh, a problem. Something went wrong in their lives, and therefore they're living this craziness right now. And how do we get to that thing in order for this person to be better? And if they're not around people who are talking to them and people who know a little bit about whatever is going on they end up going off the deep end and that's why we have a lot of people with mental health issues and so on and so forth and and we call them ratchet and we call them crazy and we call them all kinds of stuff Which somebody got really upset with me when I said something about somebody being crazy and you're like nah I don't say that and I'm like oh well, I don't even mean it like that but whatever whether or not we believe the bible to be infallible or not For most people, that is like a core thing which makes them justify why they don't read it or why they don't ascribe to it. Because it was man-made. It was a man-written book. But then I thought about how every book that we have (laughs) in the world was written by a man. And yet and still we will read a book... And take it and run with it outside of the Bible. And so I say that to say whether or not King James was a good person, whatever. King James did not write the Bible. He was the king at the time. And being that the king, whoever the king was, that's where the stamp came for the publication is just like if you go to any other public, if you go to a publication here, New York or, or Chicago or wherever, various publications, their stamp is going to be on the book. It's the same thing with King James. So he concurred or accepted the writings of the council that formulated the, the written scripts, which we know they were scribes and stuff like that. So that's one thing. A lot of the things about the faith, I think that we use and we make excuses as to why we won't believe it or hold to it or ascribe to it as the written word of God and The same thing about people—they have had situations happen in their lives, and they have held on it for dear life. Whether not having a mom or not having a dad in their lives, or you know, being assaulted and everything—and nobody is thinking light of it. I'm not taking it light at all. But a lot of these things that are now at 30 and 40 years and 50 years still. People are holding on to things that are limiting them from finding themselves and finding truth and having wholeness and having happiness in their lives. And then they're causing other people problems and hurt and pain because of their hurt and pain. And at some point, we have to say, you know, I would use a different kind of word if I was on a different <laughs> platform right now. But sometimes, just sometimes, we have to just be like, okay, it happened. It wasn't a nice thing to happen. They may have, they may have not, they didn't mean it, whatever. But the core of it is me. There's some truth to me that I exist and that I am valued and I am important and what anybody did or didn't do for me or wouldn't do for me or couldn't do for me, I am not going to allow that thing to hold me and to prevent me from having a life that is worth living and valued. And then having people around you that would be able to support that and encourage that and understand that. And the correlation with the Bible is that, and again, I never aim to persuade anybody to believe, be a believer, anything like that. That's not my goal at all. But I do talk about my faith. And the fact of the matter is, and for me, Kim, my thing is whether or not anybody believed that it's the infallible word of God, whether or not they believed that it was um, God breathed, God breathed, I believe that. For me. And. I've done the research. I've did the background checks. I've done as much information, as much research as I possibly could in order to make sure that I was okay with the information that I received. And I'm able to stand on that information. And so whether or not another person believes it or has something to argue it or something to dispute or whatever, that's okay, that's fine, that's free will, you have that right to do that. But I'm not going to allow somebody to tell me about 2,000 years ago or historically of being in Africa or whatever as a black American woman that holds ascribes to a Bible. Like, I've made that personal determination for me. And that's what we have to start doing. And the reason why we haven't done it, and the reason why we don't do that, is because we haven't taken the time to find out us, to find who we are. And what we believe and what we hold to be true. And we have so many different people telling us how to think and how to act and how to be. From inception, I asked a guy like, how you know your mother is your mother? How you know your father is your father? How do you know? You know how you know? Because somebody told you that. How many children we know in this world? That have grown up with parents that they love dearly and may love them equally as such, and it wasn't found out that there wasn't their biological parents. But yet and still, you would they you could not argue them down whether or not that was their parent or not. You just couldn't, because something in them made that true. Something in them established it, and it wasn't so much of whether or not there was a blood bond. As much as there was a heart bond, a spiritual bond, a noted bond, an experienced bond. And so, there's onus on ourselves to be clear on what we believe and what we don't believe. And what we stand for and what we don't stand for. And what's okay and what's not okay. I believe there's something in us If we cultivate it, if we focus on it, if we nurture it, that will give us those answers. And I believe that then those people will come around and the information will manifest that will confirm those answers. And please do not get me wrong. If I would say that I've never had a question about Anything, whether it be the Bible, whether it be people, whether it be religious, whether it be myself, that would be totally false and fraudulent. What I am saying is that we grow to a place of having. Soulless and solitude in what we are and who we are and why we do what we do and why we believe what we believe. And if at any time anything comes up to confront that, because we are solid in things, then we're able to definitively stand in that. Because there are going to be things that's going to come up against it. There are going to be things that's going to be, hmm, maybe. But when you have a truth, it's your truth. And I don't get to tell you what your truth is, just like you don't get to tell me what my truth is. And ultimately, at the end, we'll find out what the real truth is. (laughs) So you just got to make sure that you stand in truth. Like, you just got to make sure that. And then you can't be the person that, once the truth actually come up, if you're not standing in the truth of the truth, then not be open minded and willing and saying, "Okay, wait a minute. Because there's something too that comes and clarifies what truth is." And culturally and 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 systematically there's different truth. So, for instance, 10 years ago it was true, well, maybe longer than that because I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think of a good example. It was true that there were payphones on every corner. Every at every stop you saw a payphone. That's no longer true. That's no longer true. You'd be lucky if you find a payphone, if you even see a payphone. You understand what I'm saying? So we have to really factor in what is our truth and what is true. And then be able to defend that and stand on it. And as things change, as they will, then you you gravitate towards it. But then there's some absolutes. I believe there's some absolutes. It's absolutely true. <laughs> it's absolutely true that the sun what the sun rises in the east and sets in the west. This is absolute. That's the absolute. And so being able to make those distinctions and being able to, um, and, and, and to be able to stand in that and rest in that and be okay in that. That's what we have to work on. That's what we have to, you know, get. And, these are conversations that, you know, to the end of time they will exist. I'm just adding my part to the conversation. Imagine my face.